Welcome back to the Coins and Connections podcast, where we explore all things books, business, and bullshit. My favorite bees. I'm your host, the Fairy Coin Mother, Cinquanta Cocksmith of www.cinquantacocksmith.com. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to season seven, episode two of the Coins and Connections podcast. I am your girl, Cinquanta. So today we will be talking about brand partnerships and what you should know. I hope you all had a great week thus far. And I want to say thank you to all of my new listeners. Wow. Y'all did that. The numbers have been rising. New people have been subscribing. I really want to say thank you and welcome. Smile for me. <laughs> if you come over here from some of the articles that you've seen, if you come from my YouTube channel, I just want to say thank you. Make sure you leave a review. Make sure you go back to episode one. <laughs> Make sure you binge the entire podcast much information so many things so many transitions that i have went through that you should go back and check out the journey of how i got here i really wanted to talk about brand partnerships today because this is something that a lot of people get into they don't understand they don't read their contracts they want to know how do you get brand partnerships how do you get featured on these websites so today we're definitely going to talk about that but you know what time it is. It's time for our rapid fire questions of the day. We are gonna get into the rapid fire questions of the day. If you are new here, what we do is two rapid fire questions. Questions that I ask myself, I at the beginning of the season, I just go and find a whole bunch of different questions. I write them down and right before the episode, I pick two so I don't have a lot of time to think about it. Our first rapid fire question is, what color is your toothbrush? And if it's anything like my hair or my mic, <laughs> my toothbrush is purple. You should have known I was gonna say my toothbrush is purple. The second rapid fire question of the day is, where is the worst smelling place you've been? And this may seem funny to you guys, but I'm from a town called Georgetown, South Carolina, where they have the international paper mill. I grew up on a street right down from the paper mills. All my life, I've had to smell this stench that is known as the paper mill. I would say the worst smelling place that I've been is my hometown on my block, shout out to everyone on Murmur Road. Um, it doesn't smell great. Now, after a while, of course, because you live there, it's not as bad, but every time that I've moved away from home and I came back, I'm like, oh my gosh, the paper mill smells so bad. But when living in it every day, you kind of get used to it. My notes here with me today get through this episode effectively and making sure that I don't leave out any points I kind of have my headphones tilted to the back today because I have this pony only up here if you guys are watching on YouTube I told you guys I'm recording the whole season 7 via video and audio you guys can check that out I want you guys to be participating commenting on the YouTube videos and making sure you subscribe and binge watch the YouTube channel as well let's talk about these brand partnerships I kind of started a little over let, let's see so 
So I really started vlogging on YouTube in 2014. Now, I don't think I got any sponsorships right out the gate on my YouTube channel because I didn't have that many subscribers. But someplace around 2015, I did start getting emails and things like that. Now, also around that time, or actually years before that, I learned about Amazon Affiliate. Also with Amazon Affiliate, this was huge. What was huge is having a Amazon public profile, right? So back in the days when you had your public profile, you could put your email address in there, right? So this was key because every time I went to try to change my email address in the years after like maybe 2017, I could not. I always left it there in case someone wanted to reach out to me and send me an email to you know review one of their products i kind of started off reviewing products from amazon sellers and back then they would actually send it to you for free and you would just either put that in your review or review their product now times have changed where you had to actually say okay i received this product for x amount well not even the dollars you would have to say i received this product um for this in in exchange for this review also nowadays they want you to buy the product first they'll send it and then they'll refund you your money and they want you to shop them out on their youtube channel or you know whatever a lot of times they really just want to review they really just want an amazon review but one of the things that i learned is also with reviewing products on Amazon, what I could go back and do is grab the affiliate link for that product and make sure that I made money from that as well. I think the most expensive product that I received from doing an Amazon review has to be this three tower fan that I still have till this day. And I definitely left a review on it. It's definitely been a staple in my household. It's moved uh, with me to three states. <laughs> I've kept it and it's been in good shape. I was reviewing Amazon products and that kind of brought me into the world of brand partnerships and doing sponsored reviews and things like that between the Amazon reviews with people reaching out to me and doing Amazon affiliates. So there are two websites that I really stuck with when I started doing brand partnerships and that was me going to sign up for things and you guys all know about Influencer. You can sign up for the website, you can take these mini surveys. I've gotten like dog food, I've gotten like pasta, I think I've gotten some makeup stuff, many different things that you can sign up for once you do the survey and they see if you qualify. And they want you to like follow a few steps, maybe post, maybe answer some questions, share it to a page or two. And that's pretty simple for being an influencer. The next website that I signed up with was called Brand Backer. And it's very similar to Influencer. They have these brands, they actually tell you the name and you sign up for them and see if you qualify. If you qualify, they'll reach out to you and then you'll either have to like write a blog post or they want you to do a video whatever the specs are of that and that is how you get the free product in exchange now i'm not sure if brand backer is still around but i definitely know that influencer is still around i got something from them maybe about a year ago i don't take as much time now with signing up to these websites i'm just because i'm super busy but if you would like to i'll make sure i leave the link for influencer and for brand backer i also did dabble in other affiliates i did sign up for a lot of different websites i signed up for like the julep subscription box i was an affiliate for that i think i was also an affiliate for like what is it just fab or something like that or just fab kids a lot of these websites have links 
that you can tweet out your link and whoever you tweet out or share your link with will get like 10% off their first order or $10 off their first order. A lot of things like that. Hello Fresh, if it made sense. Now, there was a time where I was just signing up for any and every affiliate account, even if I didn't use it, because the motivation was money. Who doesn't want affiliate income? It can be really beneficial to your career. There are some people out here who do nothing but affiliates and they make really good money. I can't understand how I got lost in the sauce and started just signing up for all these affiliate accounts and it had no rhyme or reason. I didn't know what my niche was. I was just signing up for anything and everything and I probably wasn't even promoting them properly. Now, once I finally niched down and understood that people enjoyed my print-on-demand content, that's when things started to shift in my business. I started being approached by people who did softwares, different websites that I use like Printful and Guten. I started getting brand partnerships with those type of companies. But, you know, I was dedicated for two whole years on YouTube doing videos three, sometimes five times before the big plays came in effect. You can make anywhere from $0 to $5,000 over brand partnerships. It's just knowing your worth, knowing how much influence you have, and knowing your numbers for your brand. Your YouTube, your Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Snapchat, if you get a lot of views and you have the analytics to show how many people are engaging, how many people you are reaching to, you can become a brand partner for a lot of these companies or an ambassador. It just really depends on your content. One thing about me is I've talked about Printful since 2017. So when I signed up for the affiliate account, things, <laughs> things took a turn because I had already told everybody about Printful. It was like, oh my gosh, I'm not getting any clicks. Cause everybody, I've been talking about Printful for so long. I was like, at this point, I feel like almost everybody has signed up to the website. Giving the chance to actually work with Printful, do articles, do videos, and be featured on their Facebook, being featured on their, on their website, and even being featured on their YouTube channel recently has really let me know that all of my hard work has paid off. I did not come in this expecting to have brand partnerships or to be able to work hand in hand with a lot of different print on demand companies. This is something that was the benefits that I reaped from all of my hard work. Because of my consistency, I've been able to be approached by different brands. And I've also had the chance to get a lot of the products that I do talk about and get reprints or that they saw my video and they wanted to make things right. A lot of the products that I show you guys, I purchase with my own money. A lot of my videos that I do, the reviews and the unboxing, I am spending my own coins. Now, the only time you know that it's sponsored is if I say it or if I put it in the description box that you know I was paid to purchase these products or I was sent these products. But all of my opinions are always my own. I always pride myself on being honest. Now, when I do sponsored videos, what normally happens is they say, if something is wrong with your product, let us know so we can fix it before you record your video. But even within, if something went wrong, I make sure I mention it in my video. And then I also mention that how quick the turnaround was for the company to fix it. Because again, you have to be transparent. I do do a lot of videos on different print on demand sites that people have not had great luck with. And a lot of times 
that's just not my experience and I can't change that. A lot of times people don't buy the same products that I do. So again, I can't vouch for the quality of um, a product I've never done. Say if I didn't, I've never bought a, if I've never gotten a fanny pack from Purple, I can't really give you my honest opinion or, you know, back up their quality because that's just not a product I've purchased. I don't have a review for that. I don't have an opinion on that. And that's just something that you all have to understand. Yes, I love Printful, but there's no way I can test every single product. Yes, I love Printerify, but again, there's no way I can test every printer that they have. I love Guten, I love Printed Mint. Again, I cannot test all of these products on my own and be able to provide you a review for every single product. It's just not in my budget. <laughs> Another hard thing to do is to say no. It is okay to turn down a sponsorship, turn down a partnership, turn down free product, especially at this point. I am now known as a print-on-demand expert. It makes no sense for me to review hair. It makes no sense for me to review maybe eyelashes, maybe because um, I like to wear them. Now, at one point, I did have a partnership with Janet Collection. Now, I would still do that because I like to braid my hair. I like to change my style up. And that would be something that I would just mention in a video. This hair that I have in today was sponsored by Janet Collection. Now, would I do a full dedication video to it? Probably not because my audience would be like, girl, we don't want to know nothing about hair and how many packs you got. In the past, I've done those videos, but from now on, I've been pretty strict with print on demand. They'll probably be like, girl, a hair video, what? So you never want to confuse your audience and be able to say no. So if Janet Collection came back and say, hey, we want you to review this hair, and I'll say, awesome, I'm not going to do a dedicated video, but I will do my hair with this video and I'll let them know where they can find the hair. This is how I achieve the style for this video. I would use it like that versus doing a whole dedicated video showing you guys how I did my hair. Again, I'm going to say this again. Tell the truth. <laughs> always be honest in your reviews as much as you can be another thing is to be clear on what you want what your price is what your rate is there's a lot of different websites out here where you can calculate what you should be charging based on your views based on your content based on your followers there's a few of them you should just google them and like influencer or brand rates there's one that i use all the time that i can't remember the name of if you are looking to find your rate, just type in a Google influencer rate calculator or something like that to figure out how much you should be charging. Be clear, be concise, and understand what comes with that price. What do they want you to do? Do they want you to do in-feed posts? Is it a story? Is it a reel? Is it a YouTube? If you don't normally do all of those things for a brand partnership, you let them know. If you charge more per in-feed post, per story, per reel, per TikTok, you need to add on those fees to let them know it'll cost an additional to post on these websites. Also, there's a good thing where I have a schedule, right? So I have a schedule when my YouTube videos go out. Now going forward, I pretty much left my Wednesdays open for any brand partnerships that have come up so I can make sure I can plug those videos in properly and in a timely manner. Say 
this Wednesday, I finish up a brand deal, I would publish that video on Wednesday. If I didn't have a brand partnership video, I would just plug in one of my other videos. So that's just a good way to make sure that you are getting the work out in a timely manner. And turnaround time is good. Make sure that whatever you do, you read your contract, <laughs> you get a lawyer or someone on your team to look over it and you read over it as well to make sure you're adhering to all of the things that they want. I'm sure they probably don't want you to curse. Also, make sure you bring your personality to that video. Most likely they sought you out is because they love your personality. They love how you run your channel. And a lot of times companies will kind of just let you do whatever you want. There's no direction. They want you to maybe put their, put their logo on your video throughout the video, things like that, which is, which are easy to do. Even if you don't have all of this amazing software, I can do it right on my iPad as well as on my iPhone if I needed to. Now my biggest tip for brand partnerships is because I did not go into this business to get brand partnerships, but a lot have come my way and I believe they've come my way because I have been consistent. If you want to reap the benefits of your hard work, make sure you stay consistent. I publish videos every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I publish my podcast per seasons. 10 episodes every Friday at 7 a.m. EST. So I have been super consistent for the past two years. And anytime there's going to be a change in my channel or with my podcast, I tend to let my audience know two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 times just so they can get used to the new routine if they need to. That's just a brief introduction of like brand partnerships, things that you need to know, things that you need to look out for and to also how you can protect yourself. This segment is called Q Money Bags Thought of the Week. Q Money Bags Thought of the Week. If you are new here, I want you guys to know that the Q Money Bags Thought of the Week is just my thoughts and my opinions of things that might have gone on in the week or just a thought that I've had. Today we're going to talk about mental health. Recently it was celebrated, it was Mental Health Day, and I was excited because I found a new therapist. Yay! You guys know I've talked about my struggle with therapy. I've talked about trying to find a therapist. You guys know my drama, my rants. I've gone through two therapists since I've been here in Texas, and I think three's a charm. <laughs> and honestly, this happened to me in Virginia. It, it happened to be the third therapist that I found that ended up being the one. Three is a charm. I always have to try again. I talked to her, we did our assessment, and then from that first call, I knew that this was my therapist for life. And what makes this even more special is I know I can talk to her for the next five years because with Telemind, which is provided by TRICARE. Of course, we're a military family and we have TRICARE and psychotherapy and therapy and stuff like that is covered by TRICARE. They have this service called Telemind. And I was like, let me just try this out. Of course, I wanted a black woman therapist. 
so that she could help me out and be able to relate to some of the things that I may be going through. After our assessment and just having a little chit chat, I was like, okay, this feels right. And it's crazy because you know, like in those other calls, yeah, the therapists were great, not knocking them, but they just weren't a right fit for me. And soon as I started speaking to my new therapist, I a overwhelming sense of relief and calmness knowing that I had made the right choice to try again. And I want you guys to know, if you've not found the right therapist for you, keep searching. I am a testament of not giving up to keep the search on, find all of the resources that I need because they're still maintaining that I need to do. Yes, I had a great therapist, but I've really been kind of off for a year and I need someone to help me put the pieces back together, the growing pains that I'm going through, the growth and the scaling of my business. My kids are both teenagers basically and that comes with a lot of uncomfortable change and parenting and you know, my husband's gonna prepare to retire in a couple of years. I'm really just getting the full sense of this full-time entrepreneur role that I play and a stay-at-home mom at the same time. I'm starting to get back out there and socialize a little bit. It's been hard. Like I want to have friends, but I don't want to have friends. I don't know if you guys get that. If you're a Capricorn, you feel that. Like I want to go out and mingle, but I kind of want to stay in bed. So I'm really trying and if any of my friends are listening right now, it's not you. I love you guys so much. It's just really hard for me to get the energy to get out the house and socialize. It really sometimes drains me to like be that extrovert me. I can be the extrovert me in my four walls all day, but as soon as I have to go out and exert myself, I am done, I'm tired. I really want you guys to take your mental health serious, get help, there's so much resources, lots of different Instagram pages have been popping up that deal with so many you know, mental health things and books and articles that you can read. But if you ever had any questions about my experience with therapy, please feel free to send me a message. Also, if you guys have questions that you want to leave on the podcast, there's actually a line that you can leave a question on on the Anchor podcast and I'll make sure I leave that up. You guys can send in questions, hello at coinsandconnections.com. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Coins and Connections podcast. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening and subscribing to the Coins and Connections podcast. Don't forget to leave a review and join the conversation over on Facebook and Instagram using the hashtag Coins and Connections. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Smith and at Coins and Connections. You can shop all merch at www.coinsandconnections.com. I love you more than I love this podcast. Peace.